Well, you're not getting your overseas ones home for Christmas, are you? From January 17, that's the first date that double jab Kiwis will be able to travel home. They'll be coming in from Australia. They won't have to go into MIQ. And then from all other countries, double jab Kiwis will be able to come in on Valentine's Day, February 13th. Foreign travellers will be able to come in from the 1st of May. But everyone who still comes in next year has to self-isolate for seven days. Chris Hipkins is the COVID response minister. Afternoon, minister. Good afternoon. Why are we waiting until January 17? One of the things that we can see internationally is countries that have done too much too soon have often found that they then end up dealing with quite significant you know, increases in case numbers, significant outbreaks, and they end up having to go back and reimpose restrictions. And we're seeing some of that in Europe at the moment. What we're trying to do um, is manage this transition so that, yes, we do acknowledge that there'll be COVID in the community and people coming into the country will be bringing some COVID with them. We'll try and pre- prevent that as much as we can through public health measures, but we also want to stagger the risk so that we're not shoveling a whole lot of extra risk onto the country all at the same time. What risk are returning Kiwis from Australia to us really? Well, if you look at the risk profile that we're dealing with overall, so we're just going next week into a situation where in Auckland, where COVID-19 exists, there'll be a lot more freedom to move about in Auckland. There'll be a lot more things happening. A few weeks after that, we remove the boundary around Mm -hmm. Auckland effectively, and Aucklanders will be travelling, and that means COVID will spread into other parts of the country. Then, you know, it's not long after that that we then say Kiwis coming back from Australia can bypass MIQ, and then not long after that we say Kiwis coming from the rest of the world can bypass MIQ. So collectively we're stepping it out so that we're not doing all of those things all at the same time and stacking on a whole lot of extra risk of COVID spreading all at the same time. Yeah, but they're they're not really a risk, are they, Minister? Because none of them, none of the double jab Kiwis coming in from Australia have in three months brought any COVID. That's no risk. Well, if you look at the number of fully vaccinated people coming across the border who have tested positive, 50 people coming across the border in the last couple of months have tested positive for COVID-19. Um, the fact that we haven't had any from Australia is a... Are is they, a did you say they're double jabbed? That's right. Fully, we have had 50 fully vaccinated people Between coming what across date our international border over the last couple of months. Um, Two months? So are we talking, we're talking pretty much all of November and October, are we? Yeah, and I think maybe, I can't remember the exact date range, I think includes some September as well. Um, but we just have to bear in mind that... So in no, the same you know, period, I'm just going to stop you there. So in the same period that we have had like 3,000 cases, you're worried about 50 people? Yeah, the risk profile from international travellers, though, um, it increases as you increase the volume because we're potentially significantly increasing the volume of people. So instead of having a couple of thousand people a week, we, we'll have, you know, many we're thousands only, of people okay, let's be clear. Well, well, let's talk within the parameters of Australia. How many Australians, how many Kiwis in Australia want to come home before Christmas? Well, we don't, we can't gauge that. We'll know when they start. How many, when they start, how many of know, them? Um, how many of them are likely to, like, wh- what number of them are likely to bring in COVID? Oh, if we, if we, let's be clear, if we were to do this, which we're currently scheduled for mid-January, if we were to do this uh, before Christmas, it's, it, it could be in the, it could be in the tens of thousands. You could be getting a lot of people coming in. Tens of thousands of people coming in from Australia. That is certainly possible. Yeah, there's a lot of people in Australia how who many would be tens eligible of thousands? to come into New... Well, we don't know because we don't know how many of those well, people would, would choose you, to come. You said tens of thousands, so what are you thinking? Are you thinking like 10,000 or are you thinking 90,000? Oh, it, it is completely impossible. It would be an okay. absolute guess. Let's it is 10, completely 000. impossible to tell. Let's say 10,000, okay? One in every 750 is the estimate who brings in COVID, which means that if you had 10,000, you might be getting about 15 people bringing in COVID. When we are registering... 
like so much COVID in the country today, 215 cases. Who cares? Yeah, the majority of the cases that we're picking up on a day-to-day basis at the moment are people we already know about. So they're people who are already isolating. When we talk about people coming in across the international border, they'll often be out there, potentially circulating in the community, because while we will have a self-isolation requirement, we know that there's a possibility that some people won't follow that. And and therefore, by the time we find out about it, they could have spread it to significantly more people. Minister, come on. The profile of an international traveller is different. How many of the 215 cases today were epidemiologically epidemiologically linked? I don't have the today's data, but was it even half? Uh, it, sometimes it can, you know, it can take a little it bit longer 97. to establish the Minister, it was 97. Link. You cannot actually say that the majority of people right now are co- contacts that we know about. They're not. A, a, a greater proportion of those are than would be for people coming in across the international border. Are double-jabbed Aussies more likely to bring in COVID than double-jabbed Kiwis coming in from Australia? Uh, no, not necessarily, but it's a so question... So why do you again, make them come... wait until the 1st of May? Well, again, it comes back to a question of volume. Uh, the, the more people that you allow in, the more potential cases you're allowing in. Why not just let them in with, with the Kiwis and give the tourism industry a break this summer? Look, ultimately, the best thing for the tourism industry in New Zealand over the next year is going to be for us to make sure that we don't end up with the big outbreaks that other countries around the world have seen when they've opened up. And that's our absolute goal. They're not going to create big outbreaks. They're just, I mean, on these numbers, like at a 0.13% risk per person, that's not going to create a big outbreak, is it? Each, each, every case of COVID-19 increases the risk and the more people you've got coming in, then the more potential risk you've got. So we want to make sure that we're not adding so much additional risk all at the same time uh, that we do end up with big outbreaks.